this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Podcast. Hold on, let's pause here for a second. Got to get a little. Hold on, hold on. A little bit of coffee in there. Oh my goodness! There's a coffee shop right around the corner from my house. Local Arizona thing here, and it is just phenomenal. They have such a good selection of cold brews. And I know that I'm going off on this little tangent here, but coffee always seems to be a thing that comes up anytime that I'm talking to pretty much anybody about safety or anything else. I'm pretty sure that we keep coffee houses in business as safety and hot practitioners, probably like those uh, midnight oil factories too. We keep a lot of those folks in business as well. But oh my goodness, I had to pause. I had to pause and take a quick drink. Before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor, head over to the website, www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media. You know how to find me, Sam Goodman. Just search it. I've been putting some effort into the YouTube channel, so make sure you go check out some YouTube stuff. I've been digging through the archive, so you're going to see a bunch of archive stuff come out, like little snippets from interviews and videos that I just haven't released, where I've just released like audio with the podcast, and now I'm pulling the full video episode over and releasing the video over there as well, so make sure you go check those things. I'm trying to pull out some really cool stuff that's just just not been shared. And I'm doing these quick little uh, moment with Sam kind of videos that I just kind of put those out sporadically when I get a few minutes to sit down behind the camera and kind of do those because it takes a second. Like it's kind of labor intensive to make a, a video. I now see why I, uh, I'm i a podcaster <laughs> more, more than I'm a YouTuber. Uh, and it's not just the easy thing, but uh, let's face it, we're all short on time. And I have been definitely short on time here lately. I have been jet setting, it seems like, all over the place. I've got some conference stuff coming up here in 2023. Can you believe it? 2023. Man, it's gone by fast. At least it's not 2020 again, right? I've got some conference stuff coming up. I will share that with you. You can check that out if it's going to be anywhere close to you. I would encourage you to uh, come out and say hello, howdy, hi, hang out with me, all that kind of sort of stuff. And if, if I'm in your neck of the woods and you want to meet up, grab some food. I'm always down for food and always down for food and talking about doing safety a bit differently. Let me know. Maybe we'll get some meetup stuff happening. Make sure you check out the latest book, 10 Ideals to Make Safety Suck Less. Getting a lot of great feedback on that. If you have picked up the book or got a copy of it illegally some way form shape or fashion or someone has gifted it to you or i have sent it to you illegally in a pdf form or something like that who knows who knows how you got your hands on it do me a favor head over to amazon leave it a review i really really appreciate it it helps us an absolute ton same thing here with the podcast do me a favor leave it some stars if you got a few extra minutes to uh, jot down a few thoughts it is always appreciated i mean an absolute ton and that leads me into my uh, one of many thank yous that i like to give and that's a huge shout out to all of you that continue to tune in week after week follow along on linkedin and youtube and come out and listen to the talks and buy the books i mean again you guys really, really make this worthwhile. You're the reason why I get on here and yell into this microphone like a crazy person. And I love hearing your feedback. I've been getting a ton of that. And it really uh, lets me know that I'm not just screaming into the void. Right? As a podcaster, it's real easy sometimes to feel like you're just screaming into an empty void of nothingness. And then I get to connect with you guys. And I realize that is not the case at all. It is quite the opposite of that. 
So with all of that out of the way, oh, 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 the uh, Hop Nerd merch store is launching here in January. So if you want some really cool, like, swag kind of stuff, it's not just Hop Nerd stuff. Go check it out. It's on the website, thehopnerd.com. It's launching. Check it out. Let me know what you think about it. The Hop Shop, if you will. I, I'm, I'm not calling it that. I'm, I'm too, too on the nose. So all that out of the way, let's jump right in to today's episode. And I wanted to share a couple thoughts or kind of go down this path, I guess, of talking about blame within our work worlds. And we really like to default to blame. It's still rampant in a lot of organizations. A lot of organizations have turned that on its head and they went, holy shit, this doesn't do anything. Uh, Actually, it does. It does a lot. It just doesn't do anything good for us. And they've grown away from blame. They've grown away from carrying that stick. And... But many, many have not, right? I would consider that to still be pretty normal within most organizations, within most of our work world. We view blame as curative. We view blame as a corrective action. We view blame as something that you do and it makes things better. Ah, you can kind of look behind the uh, door here in my office and see a hole where I, you know, kind of pound my head there when I hear that conversation and because it still comes up. (laughs) It definitely still comes up. But why do we kind of go towards blame? Well, some of it's human nature, right? Blame feels good. It really feels good and it feels like we're doing something. Blame feels good. We're, we like that. We like finding villains. We like seeking out wrongdoers and holding them to account. We like this idea of, of, of offenders and prosecutors and bringing those folks to some form of, I don't know, occupational safety and health justice for people getting injured. I, I don't know, but that, that's, that's what we tend to like to do. It feels good. And it really feels like we're doing something. We can look at that blame and say, well, well, we blame somebody, we fixed that person, and now this isn't going to happen again. Not only did we do that, but we did some stand downs and we shared some PowerPoints about it. We told everybody that we blamed this person. We made an example out of them. And now we know that's not going to happen. Well, what you know is not going to happen is people are definitely not going to tell you anything anymore unless they just absolutely have to. Right? They're just not going to tell you the stuff that you need to know those little scrapes and cuts and close calls where people were like near fatalities they're not going to share that with you they're just not going to pass that along to you why the hell would they you would have to be crazy to tell you that if as soon as i tell you hey look shit went kind of sideways all right let me get my stick let me grab my belt bend over my knee i'm going to paddle you and that's a lot of what this kind of turns into it's this parent child thing We like to think that us up through the organization, that we're the parental figures within our organization. And those near to the work are somehow less than us, that they're they're somehow just not as uh, mentally there as we are, that they don't care enough, that that they're, they're they're just the pesky, unruly children of our work worlds. And we need to treat them like that, exactly like that, like children. And what the hell does that do? I've got news for you. Um, everyone that works at your company, uh, unless you're doing something probably largely illegal in most jurisdictions around the globe, um, they're not children. Uh, just can we start there? Let's start there. They're not. They're not children. Stop treating them like children. Okay, kind of point number one. And this one's going to be a bit rambly, as you can probably already tell. Blame feels really great. It feels like we're doing something. And it's super, super duper, super duper, 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 duper easy. It's super easy. We don't actually have to fix anything. 
we just like beat the shit out of a person, throw them in the corner for a bit, fire them. Ooh, one of our favorites, right? One of our favorites is this. Let's banish them out of the organization for three days without pay, out into the wilderness to fend for themselves. Let them learn the error of their ways, and they will return a cleansed soul, sin-free, and ready to perform work without error from now on until the end of time. It's easy. It's easy. And we take that and we couple it with some, okay, we blamed them, we shared, we shared it, we did some PowerPoints and stand downs. Boom, we moved on with our life. So back to that kind of point around blame from our human and organization performance principles is you can, uh, you can blame or you can learn and you can't really do both, right? And when we go down this path of blame, we're not fixing anything. We're just not fixing anything. So let's pull back the layers on that onion just a little bit. When we blame employees, we like to point to this thing of human error and see that kind of as the reason for this blame. We'll say, look, here's here's this human error that occurred nearest to the, nearest to the work. This person that was doing the work had an error. Human error is the culprit. And we view human error as a choice that a worker makes. Now, to take this farther, deeper, deeper into this rotten onion of blame, since we view human error as a choice, and we know, good God, a great employee would never choose to make an error, we find ourselves at this point, this horribly foul and rotten point, which is the underlying belief around most of this blame stuff, is that, well, if good workers wouldn't choose to make error, who would choose to make error? Bad workers. Bad workers choose to make error. So they, they're deserving of this. And since bad workers make error, bad workers, oh, I got it. Bad workers. Bad things happen to bad workers. Bad things happen to bad people. That's the mushy, shitty, stinky center of this rotten onion that we like to call blame within our work worlds. Bad things happen to bad people. If you want bad things to not happen, you got to get rid of or fix bad people. What a load of bullshit, right? That's what's at the heart of it. Again, we like blame. We like it a lot. We have to acknowledge that we like blame. We like it because it feels really good and it really feels like we've done something and it's super duper 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 super duper easy, but it moves us farther away from safety not closer to it to kind of drop the cherry on top. We kind of already mentioned this quite a bit, but your employees are not children treating them like unruly school children, putting them in timeout, putting them in detention, giving them a little written slip of paper to carry home saying, Oh, little Johnny, little Jane made a mistake today and they were real bad. So we paddled them. They're not children. There's not a single child that should be, <laughs> should be working within your organization um, and treating them like kids through this kind of horrific, horrific process that we refer to as disciplinary action, which is really just this torture kit of blunt instruments that we like to create pain with thinking that is going to cure our employees of their pesky humanity. All of that crap. It doesn't do anything good for our organizations. It only creates silence. It only creates fear. It only causes folks to not trust you, and rightfully so. It only creates anxiety and problems throughout your organization. 
Blame is a load of bullshit. Back to the point. You can blame or you can learn, but you can't do both. That's all I've got today. Sam Goodman, the Hopner. If you need some hop help, I have been filling my calendar up. Head over to www.thehopner.com. Get into contact with me. Let me know what you need. I would love to help you any way that I can on your human and organizational performance journey. I have been doing a ton of learning teams, facilitating learning teams, teaching other folks how to do learning teams and learning explorations and hop fundamental stuff and just general consulting with folks and, and really coaching, coaching folks through their journey as they bring this stuff to life within their work world. A lot of times you just need a sounding board. You just need somebody independent from your work world to kind of, you know, bounce stuff off of, to go, hey, we're thinking about this. Am I crazy? I do all that. Again, let me know, www.thehopner.com. That and so much more. Again, I've got a lot of conference stuff coming up this year, a lot of other kind of public speaking gigs. So if I'm in your area, get into contact. I would love to hang out with you, get to know you, all that kind of sort of fun stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, until next time, it is Sam Goodman, The Hop Nerd, (sighs) signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye.